Hi, I'm Dr. Mitch Keys. Welcome to our broadcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. The established life. Amen. How God wants us established. That means uh, grounded. Means rooted. Unaltered. Too many lives. Uh, and we, you know... We need to understand in these last days, we got to have our stuff together. Whatever needs to be nailed down, needs to be nailed down, like Dr. Ed said. Uh, We can't have lives that are like spiritual Mm yo-yos. Amen. Like Dr. Nancy said, like a person that's all caffeinated, you know, all wired and up and down and uh, moved by every circumstance and situation. No circumstance and situation should control your life. We should be controlled by the word. Amen. So the word established means grounded, rooted, and unaltered. Hallelujah. It also means to support, to confirm, to be faithful, uphold, stable, constant. Amen. Stable and constant. You say, Pastor, I didn't get all that. So that's a good excuse for you to get back on the podcast or the broadcast and look at it. How many got your phones out? And you got you got you got it. All right. You having a watch party or do something, you know, it's time to start doing what we ask you to do. You got to be consistent. If you want the ministry to be helped and bring a supply to be established. Amen. You got to do your part. Once you do that, just put your phone down and don't pay attention to it. Make sure it's silent. Amen. Praise God. It does help. So it means grounded, rooted, and unaltered. Consistent. Consistent. Hallelujah. Consistent. Constantly consistent. Amen. Constant. Now I want you to look with me. In 2 Chronicles 2020, 2 Chronicles, hallelujah, 2020, amen, 2 Chronicles 2020, and they arose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness, and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. Say, I believe in God. I believe in God. Believe in the Lord Lord your God. So shall you be established. So shall you be established. No one will ever be established outside of believing God. No one shall be established outside of believing God. You know, we heard some things this last week. One of the things we heard with uh, Pastor Bill Winston is that God wants you to own land. Dr. Nancy said the same thing. God wants you to be an owner. And immediately some people go to into an atmosphere or into a realm of thinking of guilt and shame. Don't do that. 
Amen. Don't go, well, I, I don't have the means and I don't, I haven't, I'm not an owner and I've always wanted to be an owner and I've been praying God for an owner and I'm not an owner. And then you put, you're just slowing down your blessing. Don't do that. Just agree with the word. It's, it's not that hard. It should be easy where you instead of going into a guilt or condemnation or into uh, 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 debating or balking. Remember what Dr. Nancy said? Those who balk are usually empty. Amen. If you balk God's word, you reason against God's word is because your faith is not full. Your, your, your thinking is not in fullness. God wants you to be fully established in, in the fullness. We're going to talk about fullness in just a little bit. Amen. <clears throat> so does this mic good? Does it sound good? All right. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> We're wearing a new microphone. This and uh, Same as the other one, but we want to make sure it sounds good. So believe in the Lord your God, and so shall you be established. Amen. Believe in God. Yes, believe in His promises, His covenant promises, what He has said. Well, when you're full of the word, you're going to believe what he said. Amen. 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 When you're full of the word, when you're developed in the word, when you on purpose, you're consistent, you're rooted and grounded and you've got an attitude. This cannot be altered in my thinking. Amen. Amen. And it's a decision that you make. You may say, well, pastor, I'm, I'm empty. Well, whose fault is that? That's right. Not my fault. Right. It's not it's not Pastor Jan's fault. Huh? It's 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 something that you have to make a decision to feed yourself and develop your yourself. Yeah, you're here today, but you know when you're here, you got to connect. You gotta you gotta receive the word with gladness. You gotta uh, respond right to the word of God. You can be you can be here in the church and and not be connected. Why? Because you're connected to something else. You're thinking about your job. Think about your children. Think about money. You think about whatever. I'm not married or, you know, whatever you're, th- you're thinking about. You got to connect to the word when you're in this place. Yeah. And if you'll practice here and be good at it and be skillful with it, then when you go beyond the walls, these four walls, you'll be skillful. Yeah. Right. But see, if you balk the word, if you don't, you know, I, there's, there are some in this church, I know that I could go to them and begin to counsel them and they'll immediately, uh, walls would be risen and they're thinking, and they'll balk the word. And the reason why they do that, because they're just simply empty. Come on, come on, come on. And it's not my fault. It's not God's fault. Not Jesus' fault. Not the Holy Spirit's fault. Not even angels' fault. Whose fault is it? it you are responsible to feed your inner man. You are responsible to be strengthened by the word of God. It's not God's job, it's your, your job. One of the things that Dr. Nancy said that when people call her and, and, and they want counsel or they're going through maybe a, an all-out attack or adversity or sickness, disease, she doesn't just pray, oh, God, heal them. She prays this prayer in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. She quoted this. And it says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Ephesians 3.16. I'm I'm going fast. But she said, she quoted this. Why? To be strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. To be strengthened 
with might by the spirit in the inner man. Amen. We're made up of spirit, soul, and body. There's yeah. proof right here in the word that you are made up of a spirit, soul, and body. Uh -huh. The inner man. Uh -huh. You got the outer man. You got your soul man. And then, and then you have your inner man, which is your spirit. Yes. And it needs to be strengthened. Right. It yeah. needs to be made strong. Right. It needs to be developed. Amen. And so it's developed by the word of God. It's developed by us praying in the Holy Spirit. It's developed by us connecting when we're in the house of God. Yeah. Hearing and, and staying alert and making sure that we connect to what God's saying and stay connected. Yeah. Amen. Well, I'm tired. I've been up all night. Well, uh, uh, you, you can ask God to strengthen you. You can ask God to keep you alert. I have come to church so tired I couldn't, I felt like just putting, uh, you know, toothpicks in my eyes like Mr. Bean, you know, and, and trying to stay awake and all that kind of stuff. And, and, this, and, and then leave refreshed. Amen. Leave strengthened. Amen. And, and wondering why I'm leaving. This feels so good. I'm in the atmosphere of God. I'm strengthened. And, and uh, I, you know, I don't know how God does it, but he does it. You can leave this place with more strength than what you came with. More might, more fullness. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah, Isaiah 7, 9. I'm going to quote these scriptures and we're going to, we're going to focus on Ephesians here, but I want to read this to you. And Isaiah 7, 9. Say, say amen when you're there because I want you to see it for your own eyes. Just as it said there in 2020, it says, Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. And Isaiah 7, 9 says, and, and, well, we don't need to, it's the last part. We don't need to hear about Ephraim and Samaria. And, and, and I want you to look at the last part of that scripture. It says, If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. So, our being established in life as a believer is believing in God. It's believing in God. No one will be established. They won't be grounded. They won't be rooted. They will be easily altered. Amen? They won't be consistent. Do you want the consistent life? Do you want the life that's John 10, 10 says the high life, the best Amen. life, the God kind of life. Amen. Amen. Then you need to believe in God. Amen. Now, when we say, when we talk about faith, faith is, is that, that uh, how we do business with God, gives us access in, into heaven and, and uh, with God, the flow of God, the flow of heaven. Praise the Lord. But you got to believe what God said. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, believing what God said. It says, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Some people pray and they don't really believe what they say. They just say it. They just parrot yeah. uh, others or parrot their pastor. But they're not really believing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know, when Dr. Jim was saying about, about uh, you know, uh, if, you're, if you're not operating in, in fullness... Uh, of financial blessing it's because you're not doing it right and nobody likes hearing that nobody likes hearing they're doing things wrong but you need to hear it 
Why? Because we love you enough to tell you that, and we're telling you the truth in love, so that you may be established. Paul desired, and he said that in, in Romans chapter 1, was it verse 16, he says, I long to see you face to face so that I may impart something into you so that you may be what? God wants you established. He wants you rooted and grounded. He wants you to be unaltered in your belief system. No matter what you go through, no matter what attack comes into your life, your, your faith is unaltered. Your belief system is unaltered. I'm not talking about a religious system. I'm talking about what you believe. And the things that you believe that are going to come to pass, why? Because you trust in your Father. You trust in His Word. Amen. And, and you're not moved off of it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. See, there's a difference between chickens and eagles. Did we not learn that? Amen. A chicken is... They'll hear the impossible and start crowing. Amen. Chirping or whatever a chicken does. Right? But an eagle just says, let's fly. And if the storm rises up, we'll fly high. Higher than a storm. Whenever uh, he sent some, some of his uh, uh, businessmen to go find out about a mall there in Chicago, they said, well, a black, they ain't going to sell no, no mall to a black man. They heard that. And so they started squawking. Right? They didn't sound like eagles. When they, when they said, uh, well, you can buy a, a portion of it. This is what they said, not me. This is what they said to the men that he sent to go buy them all, to inquire of it. Now, he didn't have no money. He didn't have enough money to buy a whole mall. And, and so he could have looked at his circumstances and never seen anybody. But he heard what God said. And so he's telling others, help, you know, go and find out what it's going to take to buy that mall. And they come back with bad reports. And, 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 uh, and so, you know, it took his faith to get it. But he had to teach some to stop being chickens. Amen. That they're born to be an eagle. God wants us to step into wealth status. Amen. And obviously, we're not there yet. But we need to desire it. Amen. We need to start finding out what God says about wealth status, rich status, or I don't, I don't want to say millionaire status because I'm limiting God. I don't want to live God, limit God by quoting uh, money uh, 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 amounts. Right? God wants us to go beyond millionaire status. Amen. He wants the church to be the wealthiest people on the planet. Yes. Amen. Now you think about those who have a lot of wealth. They got your money. Amen. Amen. That, that doesn't mean we have to, you know, lust for it or uh, covet it. You know, but we got to understand that the world doesn't, it, it doesn't belong to the devil nor his children. The earth was made for us as the sons of God and all the wealth in it and under it. Amen. Amen. So we need to come to a place where our faith is big enough to, to, uh, to capture uh, unlimited thinking. Amen. 
The Bible will challenge us to, remember we heard this word? God will challenge us to buy something that we can't, we can't afford. Right? Amen. What well, seems like we can't afford, but he can. Or he'll ask us to believe for something we can't see. Well, I can't see that. I, I can't see myself having that. Well, you'll never have it with that unbelief attitude. So what do we got to do to change it? We need to get full of the word of God. Amen. We need to get full of the word of God. Amen. Do you remember when Acts in Acts 27, 25? Uh, God has spoken to Paul. He's he's a prisoner. He's he's in shackles and he's under guard from the Romans and they're fixing to put him in a ship and the sailors he says to the sailors listen you know uh, we, we shouldn't go out right now uh, well there'll be peril this you know God said don't do it well the, the sailors didn't listen and nobody else did right and he's and so when they got out on the ocean it uh, storm rose up and they ran around in circles. I don't know if they were in a hurricane or what it was, but they ran around in circles in a storm for 14 days. Finally, he said to them, you should have listened to me. You didn't believe God. But in Acts 27, 25, it says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. Amen. Underline that when you get there. I believe God that it shall be even as was told me. Amen. He didn't quote himself. He didn't come up with his, you know, it wasn't his wisdom that spoke that uh, we shouldn't go out right now. God said something. God told him something in advance and nobody believed him, but he believed God. Amen. And he said, sirs, I know y'all didn't believe me what God said, but I believe. Say, I believe God. Unless you believe God, your life will not be established. You can look at scriptures and the word of God and say, that sounds good for sister so-and-so or brother, uh, you know, whoever. But I can't believe that for myself. Well, get ready for a storm. Especially if God speaks to you directly through your pastors or shows you a scripture in the word of God and you say, well, that's a good scripture. But yet you never anchor your spirit on it. You never connect to it. You don't let it take root into your heart. Why? Because immediately when you hear a word, you're going to hear something contrary to that. Satan will say, you can't believe for that. You can't have that. Who even say it's a lie? That's a lie. Did he not do that to Adam and Eve? He said, God is lying. See, no matter what you hear, no matter what your face or circumstances from the devil, a, a, a storms of life, you just say, I believe God. I believe him. He says I can be wealthy. He says I can be whole. He says I can have healing. He says I'm already blessed. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. I don't have to wait for the blessing as mine. Amen. We just learn to, need to learn to be skillful with the blessing. We need to learn how to activate the blessings in our life. And most of it all starts with us believing God. If you're not going to believe God, you will not be established. 
You won't be grounded. You won't be rooted. You won't be consistent. Amen. Amen. But you must believe God. Oh, well, what do you believe? What he said. What he said. Amen. Hallelujah. In uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 45, uh, we know that, and this was quoted by others that we heard at the women's and men's meeting, but it says, and blessed is she that believed. Empowered, there was an empowerment that came into her body this is talking about Mary after an angel had spoken to her that God wanted to use her as a, as a holy vessel to bring birth of the Son of God into the earth. Right? And she said, let it be unto me as you have said. Well, that was the angel talking to her, but he was giving the message of what God said. So it wasn't just an angel talking. God said it. Amen. So, so when you believe what God said, you will be established. Your life will be established. Amen. Amen. Your finances will be established. Your family, your marriage will be established. Your business will be established. Amen. 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 It will be grounded and rooted. It will be consistent. It will be unaltered. Just like God is. It will be settled as heaven is settled and the word is settled. Your life can be settled. People that, have, that are unsettled in their life, they're always constantly having uh, an attacks in their body, especially like uh, Saturday night. It seems like everybody gets sick on Saturday night. You know, that's unestablished. Amen. Amen. Y'all did real good Friday and sat all day Saturday and running around and going to parks and playing outside, doing everything else. But as soon as it comes... To Sunday morning, nobody can get out of bed. But it's amazing how healing comes on Monday. Find a way to go to job. Find a way to get kids all dressed up and go to school. You know, that's, that's, that's an unstable life. That's not a full life. That's not the kind of life that God wants us to live. When Satan come in to, come into the house, comes in, come, comes into the house and gives havoc anytime he wants to. That's unstable. Amen. That's not established. And we need to recognize that. We need to hear uh, the truth of the word of God in love. We need to, and it's not an attack, but you've got to understand something. Uh, God sometimes wants to uh, have a shock and awe where, where our, our mental capacity needs to have an awakening, Amen. an examination that something's not right. Amen. You come to a place where you feel like, wow, I, I want to give this seed. And all of a sudden, bam, something breaks down. Somebody has a, a, gets sick and you got to run to the hospital and play, pay this deductible and everything. You got insurance, but that is, you still got to pay the deductible or a car gets wrecked. Now you got to, you know, here you go. You want to give that seed you've been asking God to put in your hands and then the devil takes it from you. Amen. It shouldn't be that way. You, you say, Pastor, how do you know? You're talking about my life because I've been there. When I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, when I got tired of being broke, 
Amen. Not having enough. It seemed like just I'd ask God for a seed and, and, and the seed wouldn't come because some emergency, emergency or something would come up and rob me. I got tired of being robbed. Until I decided to stand up, Jan and I stand up and say, that's enough. You know, Jan the other day said, boy, you did live in poverty. You were raised in poverty. I was. And, and uh, it wasn't my fault. I was raised in a house that they were taught that. It was like a humbling thing, you know, stay humble and broke. You know, and be mad at God because they'd ask God for help and not get it. I remember family members being mad at God. It seemed like, you know, every so many years I get sick and a big, you know, emergency happens. And, and, I, and, and uh, the, the life that they talked about is, is, was established in their life. Their mouth was the big problem. And they get mad at God. Amen. And discouragement comes. Some people quit. Amen. I've seen them quit. And I know what it's like to be poor, broken, busted, and disgusted. It's disgusting. It really is. It's disgusting. Not to flow in the kind of blessing God wants us to operate in. It's not God. So what we got to do is we got to learn. We got to learn something. We got to get established in the word of God so that our life can be established. Are you getting this? So... Mary, she was blessed, empowered to prosper, meaning the only thing she had was the word to stand on. She didn't have outside proof. All she had was what God had said through an angel, a messenger. Sometimes that's all you may hear. You may not see their end results. But, the, but it will come to pass. The empowerment will come to pass in your life because you stand on the word. Amen. You stay on the word. You don't back off on the word. That's a rooted and grounded life. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. In God's word, it holds the key to everything we need. I said this last time I preached, but I want to to review these things. Everything that you need comes from the word of God. Well, that's why Satan works overtime to steal the word. As soon as you hear the words, the Bible says Satan comes immediately to take it. That's why it's important to get revelation of what you hear. Amen. You don't just hear it. Let it get in your heart, develop, and, and, and become a firm foundation uh, inside of your heart, in your life. Amen. Amen. You know, if you listen to Bill Winston, he, he uh, preached a whole a message about an hour and 15 minutes or so. And, and very seldom... Now, he had people read, but he quoted the scripture out loud. He quoted the scripture and he says, now somebody turn to that and then hand somebody a hundred dollar bill. He didn't look at his notes. It was in here and it was in here. He quoted, I don't know, about 20 or 30 scriptures. A- amen. Had, had you turned to him, had somebody read them. Hallelujah. That's a developed spirit right there. He strengthened in the inner man. And, and it didn't happen overnight. Hallelujah. That's the first time that I, I, I'm sure he's done it before, but that's the first time I ever seen him not stand over his notes. I saw him, saw, saw him. I, I saw him, uh, Jan and I, at, at uh, a, a large church that we used to attend. And uh, 
And uh, the whole time he was behind reading his notes. So, so over the years, that word has got in him. It didn't happen overnight. Amen. Amen. You start with one scripture that God gives you. And it's a promise, a covenant promise. And you can memorize it. You get it in your spirit, not just your head, but put it in your spirit. And, and, you know, fullness will come. Amen. Amen. Fullness will come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We can't receive anything without the word of God. You can't receive anything without the word of God. You've got you to have a word. Amen. There in Ephesians <clears throat> chapter 1. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. Well, how do you get a spirit of wisdom? He's talking about your spirit, the inner man, having the spirit of wisdom. Some people say, well, I got a money problem. I got a sickness problem. No, you have a wisdom problem. Amen. God wants you to have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. Amen. You know, we have had... Uh, not to be too personal about anything, but there's things that we save. Dr. Nancy will write us these notes of thank you. Sends a card to us. Amen. Uh, sometimes we save, uh, you know, Pastor Morgan or Reverend Stephen uh, will save some things that they've written to us. Amen. And we've been doing it quite a while. We have, we have stacks of them. Why? Why do we do that? Because it means something to us. It's precious. It's like a treasure to us. They're saying something of thank you, but also they're exposing how they feel about us and validating our life. It means something to us. Amen. You know... Uh, When's the last time you, when God said something to you, you wrote it down or you heard it and you didn't even write it down? And or you may have wrote it down, but you just left it in your Bible or stuck it in some drawer somewhere, uh, threw it in your trunk of your car. <laughs> right. And it ends up being you know, all trashed and, photo, you know, maybe the kids dropped food on it, and you know, because it ended up in the, underneath the seat of your car, uh, 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 underneath the seat of your car or whatever, right? It doesn't mean anything to you. It should be a treasure to you what God says. Amen. Amen. It should mean something to you. Hallelujah. See, when, when you love somebody and they say something to you in love, it should mean something to you. Amen. But with God, it's his will and testament. Jesus came to the earth and he gave the will of God, the word of God. Then he died so that the will will come to pass in your life. Before the will can be administrated to you, somebody got to die. 
And Jesus did that. He spoke the will or the promises, the covenant promises of what God wanted, the heart of God, the purpose of God, the love of God. Amen. And, and then he died so it may be established. But he rose so that he could administrate it. He arose from the dead and sent to the right, right hand of the Father a place of favor and acceptance and power and authority so that the will will be administrated in your life. Amen. That was a treasure word right there. That was words of treasure. I will write that down and keep it. Now, I'm not just talking about making notes and keeping it in a, a place of... of uh, Locked up and it's a, like a treasure or valuable to you. I'm talking about lock it up in your heart. We trust you have enjoyed today's message. To learn more about the ministry of Fireball Faith Fellowship and upcoming meetings, visit us at fireballfaithfellowship.org.